Thank you for listening to the Vacant Championship Wrestling Podcast. My name is Jeff Simmons. Over there is my uh, tag partner, my life partner, and my favorite person in the world, my wife, Katie Reed. Hi. So, Katie, uh, we're going to start off with uh, AEW. So we're covering AEW and SmackDown and some news this week. Uh, We also want to tell people that we are going to have a special episode coming out at some point early this coming week. Uh, We're going to be reviewing the new Netflix original film from WWE Films, The Main Event. Mm -hmm. So uh, be looking for that, too. But So we're going to start with AEW. And for 4820, and uh, we start with Jake Roberts. He's... Jake Roberts is back in wrestling now, and he's uh, managing Lance Archer, and he cuts a good promo on Lance Archer. And, and then he takes a few shots at Cody. Yep, and because uh, obviously big Lance Archer is, is back too, and he's got his sights set on Cody and, of course, the AEW championship. Right. And mm-hmm. So uh, on the, uh, the start of the show, Tony Schiavone and Chris Jericho on commentary – could recognize that voice a mile away but uh-huh. uh show starts off with lance archer versus alan angles and this is a pretty short squash and a one-handed choke slam suplex very athletic by lance archer and he hits the blackout and one two three that's it yeah so uh next pretty... match is uh dr Britt baker dmd versus Hikaru shida Hikaru shida yeah sure yeah yeah, well, well, let's before we get into this match, let's talk about how lackluster the women's division is in AEW. You know, I, I I'm not being sexist here, but I don't think that AEW even needs a women's division. No, like because it's so depleted and it's so you know you don't have a lot of talent there. You know, you have Britt Britt Baker, Doctor Britt Baker. You have Nyla Rose. Mm-hmm. And you have uh, Chris Statlander, and mm-hmm. that's really about it. You know, there's there's really nobody else in this. What happened to that knockoff Bailey gimmick? Who's that? I can't remember her name. I don't even know who you're referring she to. She was actually. like at the first show or whatever. Hmm. Smiley something. Oh, you're talking about uh, you're talking about Kylie Ray. Well, Kylie Ray is actually signed to uh, Impact Wrestling now. Oh. So yeah, that's <laughs> there was another one of their their talents that was lost. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, the AEW Women's Division is crap. It's really I'm sorry, but not a fan and probably never will be. But um, uh, Britt Baker, you know, obviously the wrestlers are. Um, here in the crowd that's one thing AEW is doing better than the WWE is they're putting wrestlers in the crowd Mm -hmm. so it makes it look like there's kind of a small crowd you know makes it sound like that anyway you hear the wrestlers chanting you know and they have the heels and the faces on Mm -hmm. different sides WWE should start doing that that's a good idea I agree I absolutely agree and um so you know Britt Baker is you know, in control of Sheeta at one point, and she does a famouser right in front of Billy Gunn, you know, who we all know Billy Gunn made this move famous, you know, mm-hmm. the ultimate disrespect, and he kind of just shrugs his shoulders like, yeah, you know. But, um, you know, this was an okay match for what it was. Uh, at one point, Sheeta does this nasty kick, and it busts Britt's nose wide open. It mm-hmm. looks like she's got a possibly a lacerated nose, you mm-hmm. know, a broken nose. And, um, you know, it was pretty nasty. She was bleeding pretty heavily. 
and um, she ends up doing the the uh, the manable claw with with the one of the ref's gloves at one point. She grabs the ref's gloves because the ref puts the gloves on, obviously, when he sees the blood. And, mm-hmm. um, so just you know, interesting stuff there. But um, you know, Sheeta drops uh, Baker off the top turnbuckle and then hits a running knee strike for the win. You know, pretty competitive match, and that obviously that moves uh, Sheeta up in the rankings because mm-hmm. AEW has a ranking system, unlike the WWE. You know, where wins and losses are supposed to matter. Um, if they do or not, well, you know, <laughs> that's for another time. But um, so yeah, decent, decent match there. We have a, a video package that shows uh, advertises the main event, which is. The start of the TNT title tournament, uh, and the, the first match of this tournament is going to be Sean Spears versus Cody, and we know the history between these two. Um, you know, Sean Spears broke Cody open with the chair, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, so they've had a lot of a bad blood between these two. And um, there's a uh, there's also a. I forgot to mention this, but there's a little promo there between uh, the best friends and Kenny Omega and Michael Nakazawa. I mean, you could forget about it. Yeah, I would prefer to forget about it. But, um, you know, so Nakazawa and Omega are saying they're best friends, and we should should be able to have the best friends' names. Oh, my God. Why is this on TV? Right. So, anyways, they decide to have a tag match, and if... Nakazawa and Omega win. They get to be called the best friends. They're the new best friends, exactly. So, um, so they go to that match after the the package there with with Cody and Sean Spears, the video package, and so um, Nakazawa likes to pour baby oil on himself for whatever yeah. reason. So stupid. And um, it's unnecessary in a match like. Omega and Nakazawa seem like they kind of seem like the heels here, even though they're not really the you know somebody had to be I guess, but they get a little bit of heat on Trent. Um, at one point, Orange Cassidy gets involved, and I have my own feelings about Orange Cassidy. You know, he's either a like you like the guy or you don't like the guy. You know, he puts his hands in his pockets and comes in the ring and doesn't do much of anything, and you know gets in the way of people and it's just kind of. And he hits a dive on, uh, I can't remember if it's Nakazawa or something, and there's no dis- apparently there's no disqualification in any of these damn matches, you know, because <laughs> that should have been a disqualification. But they have a just ridiculous uh, spot where one of them pulls out a sweaty jock strap. Ew. You know, and... Uh, Sorry, but that's nasty. Yeah, which... <laughs> Which, before I forget, I forgot to mention on the uh, the NXT and Raw show that, <laughs> speaking of jockstraps, uh, that, that paper bag thing with, with Candice LeRae and Johnny Gargano, that was actually a jockstrap. I forgot to mention that on the, on the show on, uh, when, or from Wednesday. That was the, um, you know, kind of an important thing. But Anyway, that made me think of this. You know, the, I don't know what's with these wrestling shows and wearing the or showing jock straps, but um, <laughs> yeah. But anyways, the the best friends end up hitting this double team uh, top rope spike on Nakazawa for the win, and then Orange Cassidy and his you know hands in his pockets gets in the ring, and then they all hug Orange Cassidy, and everything is 
gay. Everything. <laughs> Everything is wrong with the world. Yep. Um, anyways, uh, the exalted... Uh, the exalted one, Brody Lee, is shown talking to the minions of the of the Dark Order. Brody Lee obviously is in control now of the the Dark Order. Uh, Doctor Britt Baker, all bloody and cut up, uh, and you can really tell with the the nose how bad it was busted up on this promo. She cuts a little promo on Sheeta. Uh, then we cut to Matt Hardy, who cuts a promo there from the Hardy compound. Talking about the inner circle at one point. And then he invites Jericho to the compound for a uh, elite deletion. Elite deletion match. match. But at one point during this promo, I got to mention this, uh, he calls Jake Hager a Jakenstein, which I thought was really <laughs> hilarious. You know, he calls him a Jakenstein. Oh, but, yeah. but um, so. Then we go to uh, the exalted one, Brody Lee, against Lee Johnson. This is a total squash match, really quick. Uh-huh. Brody um, hits a black hole slam, and then a spinning discus. Lariat. Lariat. For the win. For the win, yep. and that's it. And, uh, yeah, so that's that's pretty, you know, Brody Lee looks dominant. It's unfortunate that he's stuck with the Dark Order, um, in my opinion. I'm not a Dark Order fan, but so... That'll bring us to the main event of the evening, which the main event of the evening is the uh, quarterfinals of the TNT title tournament. So there's a new TNT title uh, that's going to obviously be defended on TNT, of course. It's kind of like the television title of WCW. Um, and, you know, it's it's great. I think it's great that they have a, finally have a secondary title, AEW does, especially for somebody like Cody, which, you know, with the storyline, Cody can't go for the world title because mm-hmm. of losing to Jericho. Right. You know, um, so it's, and he brings that up. It's you like know. their intercontinental Yeah, absolutely. Title. That's what it is. Yes, it's, this is, is going to be the workhorse title, and I'm excited about this title. Um, so, you know, right at the beginning, uh, uh, Spears pushes Billy Gunn. Everybody's picking on Billy Gunn for yeah. some damn reason, you know, that that night. But um, he, uh, you know, there's a good pace to this match, and Spears, or Cody misses a moonsault, and then uh, Spears spikes him with a pile driver. Mm-hmm. And uh, then, you know, um, takes the, he takes, at one point he takes the cover off the guardrail and sets it on the side, and then suplexes Cody onto it just uh you know crazy stuff here that they're and then Spears uh he back you said he backdropped him like brought a table into the match and didn't get disqualified yeah yeah so he he brings a table into the match doesn't get disqualified you know they're very being very lenient about the DQ rule yeah and Jericho and uh Tony Schiavone are they bring it up on commentary and this is a good time to say this, too. Jericho is fucking brilliant on commentary. He's brilliant with whatever he does. Yeah. And he's fantastic on commentary throughout the night. He calls Tony Schiavone Skivone. He keeps calling him Skivone throughout the night, and it's just hilarious. But at one point, another, yet another uh, reference to him here, but um, uh, Cody whips Spears with his uh, utility belt, his work belt, basically. Oh, no. And then Cody throws the belt to Billy Gunn. So <laughs> once again, we have Billy Gunn involved with this whole show, you yeah. know? And um, 
So Spear- and at one point, Spears back drops Cody into the table. Yeah, yep. He yeah, Cody comes charging in. Spears back drops him over into the table. Uh, Spears hits a top rope follow a suplex. You know, Spears chokes. Uh, or well, he does. I mean, he gets a lot of heat on uh, on Cody, and then they go. Spears goes for a uh, C four, and then Cody hits two crossroads. And Spears somehow kicks out of the crossroads. Yeah. And then Cody puts the figure four on Spears. And instead of getting the tap out, right. with the he had the exposed knee brace here but um, of Spears, but Spears' shoulders are counted down for the one, two, three. Yeah. And Cody is advancing to the semifinals of the TNT title tournament. And he'll face the winner of Darby Allen and Sammy Guevara. Yeah, which, you know, is going to be a great match, too. And uh, this looks like it's going to be a pretty good tournament, mm-hmm. you know. So so that's, yeah, that's AEW. And uh, we're going to get to some news before we cover SmackDown. But. As of 4-10-20, the Revival have been granted their immediate release from the WWE. Thank God. Fucking finally, I'm right. telling you. I've been waiting for this for a long time, and uh, I think... I think they're going to get a call from Tony Khan and then Cody Rhodes. Right. You know, we're going to... You see him in AEW soon. There's a good possibility, or New Japan or somewhere, right. you know, so... XFL ends all operations and likely done for the 2021 season as well. And WWE to resume live shows, starting with the 413 version of Raw. So let's talk about those two things really quick here before we talk uh, SmackDown, but... The first one, obviously, being the XFL. This is the second time around Vince has tried to start the XFL. And it... And it, yeah, and it fell. And it's it's unfortunate because I think there was a lot more momentum this time. Yeah, there was a lot more momentum this time. But the coronavirus... Kind of... Ruined his... Ended everything. Yeah. yeah. But the, uh, um, you know, the ratings were a lot better this time. Mm-hmm. Um, there was more of a following. There was more of a national TV exposure this time. I think that, you know, I just think that he's he's really, you know, he's got to cut his losses at this point. Because, you know, obviously you mentioned that... Old man, he needs to stop trying. Right. You mentioned that, at, you know, 2021, there's no plans. But they haven't completely said that it's completely done but i i think it's yeah it's probably a goner yeah uh and then the other thing you mentioned was the live shows because you know we we previously passed the information that the shows were going to be taped um so vince has decided that he wants to uh do live shows and i saw something today online about the reason for that is the contract with fox with smackdown um, they're only allowed a certain amount of taped shows per year. Oh. So, yeah. So that is the reason that um, Vince is going to go to live shows. And obviously the guys and girls are going to stay at the uh, the hotel down there by the Performance Center. Mm-hmm. They're all staying in, they're all huddled in one hotel. Mm-hmm. And they're doing, you know, their quarantine measures to like if they're not in a match i read something that you know they have to wear a mask they have to you know they can't be out you know they have to be social distancing if they're not part of that segment or match that's Mm -hmm. going on so um so they're taking precautions there at least um but yeah so that'll bring us to smackdown um 
Michael and Corey are on commentary. It's great Thank to have you. It's great to have Corey back. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, JBL did okay, but he also had stupid comments like comparing Jimmy Uso to Mr. Perfect at WrestleMania. Like, you know, that was Shut up. It was a joke. Yeah. Um, Nobody compares anybody to Mr. Perfect. Right. Sorry. Right. Um, but you know, Braun Strowman is. Uh, they sh- they show a little recap of Strowman winning the Universal Title. Strowman makes his way to the ring, and then he's quickly interrupted by Shinsuke Nakamura, who has the worst knock knock joke in the history of knock knock <laughs> jokes. Knock knock. <laughs> You're supposed to say, say who's, who's there, there. <laughs> yeah. But um, so uh, Cesaro ends up coming out out of nowhere, and then Shinsuke blindsides Braun, and mm-hmm. then an announced match. Our main event is a non-title match between Braun and Shinsuke. Um, and then we start off the show with a WrestleMania rematch. Uh, once again, starting with a WrestleMania rematch, just like we did with Raw. Uh, so again, Alexa, why? Right, Alexa Bliss, 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 whatever. Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross against the Kabuki Warriors for the uh, women's tag titles. And, I mean, I don't know if I would go so far to say that this match was better. I think It was about the same. I think it was, yeah, it was about the same. It wasn't, it wasn't terrible. It was all right. Mm-hmm. Um, the Kabuki Warriors are really dominant at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a, there's a, Really, a spot early on where Asuka jumps up on the commentary table and, and like take uh, Cole's microphone and starts doing commentary. Yeah, like kind of like Nikki Cross was a few weeks yeah. ago or last week or whatever. Um, and she kind of does that, and then Nikki Cross attacks her. Yep, and then gives her the cross body on the outside. Then we cut to a commercial, and then um, there's some uh, good. Uh, there's some good double teaming in this one. There's, mm-hmm. you know, great double team LOD type move by the Kabuki Warriors on, on Nikki um, for a near fall. Alexa hits Twisted Bliss on the outside. Nikki tags in and hits this uh, kind of twisted neck breaker, and that's how they go home. They So Alexa and Nikki retain the uh, women's tag titles. So I'm glad to see that even though they had the rematch, you know. That the uh, champions that, are still the champions. Well, not just that, but, like, I'm glad to see that these titles are being defended. Yeah. Like, let's let's defend the titles on the, the main shows. Yeah. Like, you don't have to do it every single week, but I want to see a title match. There's no reason. Every I, other week. Yeah, there's no reason I shouldn't see a title match every couple weeks, yeah. you know. And it can be a different title. It doesn't have to be the same title, you know. But because you see, like with NXT, they're defending the titles all the damn time. Right, on NXT. Like. <laughs> so, um, yeah, pretty decent match. Um, Elias is in the uh, the crow's nest. He sings this ridiculous song about Baron Corbin. It was <laughs> pretty ridiculous. Shows the the guitar shot, you know, yeah, that he took on Corbin at WrestleMania yeah. thirty six. Um, Otis and Dolph have kind of a recap there of, of WrestleMania 36, obviously, you know, with the story with Mandy and everything. And then um, uh, Dolphin DeVille come out and uh, <laughs> interrupt Cole and Graves. Graves, yeah, and they start kind of yelling at, at Cole and Graves for no reason, and and uh, which I don't care if they yell at Cole, but no. They can yell at, they can yell at Cole all they want. Right, but um, so... Uh, Tucker comes out, you know, and kind of interrupts them, and then he starts showing pictures of Otis and Mandy on the Tron, you know, on the, on the screen, and 
and it really um, pisses Dolph off. Yeah, Dolph's <laughs> really upset about that, you know, because they're out working out together in these different yeah. pictures and stuff. And, um, so Tucker says, you know, him and Dolph have unfinished business, so we get a match between Tucker and, and Dolph. Mm-hmm. And uh, because of what Dolph did to him, he zigzagged him on the steps last yeah. week before WrestleMania. So, uh, you know, right at the beginning, really, right off the bat here, Tucker slams Dolph into the steps, you know, in the payback for last week. Uh, and then he, like, bounces him off the announce table at one point. Like, Dolph looks like a basketball, you know. And, and um, huge power slam from Tucker. Tucker hits the... Uh, hits the ring post at one point, charging oh, into Dolph, yeah. and then Dolph hits the super kick out of nowhere for one, the two, win. One, two, three. Yep. Yep, so Dolph beats uh, Tucker here, big win there. and um, The uh, WrestleMania 36 triple threat SmackDown tag title match is recapped, and then we go to the dirt sheet with uh, Morrison and Miz, the SmackDown tag champs. They just do their thing, you know, they recap uh, WrestleMania 36. And they can't stop saying, that's good news, throughout this whole... That's good news! ...fucking promo. And it's just, it gets really... You know what, Joe? That's good news. <sighs> this promo lasted longer than it should have. And that's not hey, good hey. news. Ho, ho. Yeah, so anyways, they end up doing their their song. Their hey, hey, ho, ho, viral hit. <laughs> And they perform that, and then they're interrupted by the Usos. The Usos come out, and they kind of say, you know, you didn't do this. You know, you didn't defend the titles right because there was only one guy that defended the titles. So it should have been, which in reality, they're right, you know, because it should have been a tag, you know, the three teams. But obviously Miz had to get sick. And And then. And then the New Day come out. And, you know. They kind of say their piece. So next week we are having a triple threat. It's not a ladder match. It's just a triple threat match for the SmackDown tag titles of the people that were not in the match. The match at WrestleMania. So it's going to be Big E versus Jey Uso versus The Miz. Yes. For the SmackDown tag titles next week. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Because tag team wrestling doesn't exist on fucking SmackDown anymore. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so yeah, that's our match for next week. The first of a few matches that is announced for uh, for next week. But, um, so the Forgotten Sons. We had Apollo on Raw on Monday. The Forgotten Sons from NXT are now on SmackDown. Um, so a nice addition to the tag team division here i've never been a huge fan of these guys however i hope they can win me over with them being on smackdown uh they fight the lucha house party here lucha, lucha. Lince, lince dorado and grand metal leak um forgotten sons are pretty dominant uh lince gets a tag to metal leak who's doing his usual here's what i have in my notes his usual off the ropes off the ropes flippy shit yeah that's what i have in my notes um you know and uh, they hit this double team move, which is like a stomp neck breaker move yeah. on Metalik for the win. The Forgotten Sons do. So the Forgotten Sons pick up a win over the uh, Lucha House Party here. Their debut match. Yep. Debut on SmackDown. Uh, Alexa and Nikki are backstage. They're joined by Carmella and Dana Brooke, who, ch- who challenged them to a tag team championship match. And... Uh, 
That'll happen next week, I believe, right? No, that is incorrect because Dana Brooke is going to take on uh, Naomi in a one-on-one Money in the Bank qualifying match next week. Oh. So, uh, in the future, we are going to get a tag match, so that tells you who's going to win the Money in the Bank qualifying match next week, probably. That is it's going to be, to be Naomi. Naomi. <laughs> yeah. So, um, probably in a couple weeks, we're going to get that tag team uh, that women's tag title match, which is great, I think, because yeah. we just alluded to this that they're defending those titles. Yeah. So um, finally. Yeah, and they're going to defend them again. So uh, Sasha and Bailey head to the ring. It's boss time with Bailey. And Tamina interrupts. And then Tamina cuts a promo, threatens for the title. Yep. And then who? So next week's match is going to be Tamina versus Sasha, and whoever wins that gets. Well, if Tamina wins... If Tamina wins, not Sasha. If Tamina wins, then she gets a shot at the title. She gets a shot at Bailey, exactly. So, um, yeah, big high stakes for that that match for Tamina. Uh, Sheamus is is there, and he uh, takes on a guy named Cal Bloom, which... Jobber. Right. Uh, <laughs> squash mash, obviously. <laughs> Broke um, it, one, two, three. <laughs> it's like, at one point, when he's doing the... The ten beats of the baron or whatever. He is just punishing this guy. Yes, punishing. Yeah. Like punishment. And then he, uh, yeah, he broke kicks, like Katie said, for the one, two, three. Uh, they show briefly the Jeff Hardy Network special. Um, Seamus gives a weird look to the commentators yeah, when they're talking about confused. Jeff Hardy. So that makes me think we're going to get a Jeff Hardy versus Seamus feud, which I would be okay yeah. with. So that's kind of that's the only thing that really would make sense out of that for right. him giving that that weird that look. That dirty look. Yeah. Um, so we go to our main event: Braun Strowman versus Shinsuke Nakamura, uh, who is accompanied to the ring by Cesaro. Um, Strowman launches Shinsuke into the barricade right off the bat, and then uh, it's very he, offensive on Strowman's part. Yeah, from the very beginning hits that right before a commercial. Then come back, you know, Braun. Um, it's yes, yeah. It's Braun is pretty dominant throughout, and mm-hmm. Braun goes over with the the big power slam, and then you know Strowman is in the ring, and then he's just interrupted quickly by Bray Wyatt, and Bray Firefly Wyatt is, is yeah. We so we get this impromptu episode of the Firefly Funhouse, and Bray congratulates Braun on his title win, and kind of makes reference though to the Wyatt family, yeah. and like you know. You never apologize to me, Braun. You know, you owe me an apology for what you did. And, and um, he... Like you ain't getting no apology. And, <laughs> well, and then um, Bray also says, you have something of mine. And that's the Universal that's Championship. That's title right there. Yeah, the title on your shoulder. And uh, Bray closes with, I brought you into this world and I can I'm take you, you out. out. And Braun says, uh, all you have to do, Bray, is let me in. And that's how this show ends. And it, it was ended perfectly. I Absolutely. Thought. This is a great ending to this show. Great uh, setup for SmackDown. Um, we also, so the match is next week. So we have Naomi versus uh, Dana Brooke in mm-hmm. the Money in the Bank qualifier. We have the Tamina uh, versus Sasha. Sasha. Mm-hmm. And if Tamina wins, she gets a shot at Bailey. And then we also have another uh, Money in the Bank qualifier match. Daniel Bryan goes one-on-one with Cesaro. Yes. So, which is going to be fantastic, mm-hmm. too. So looking forward to SmackDown next week. Um, it's going to be good. 
it's going to be a really good, you know. And this was, I think this was a decent smack. Yeah. Um, I read something online that the ratings were extremely low for this show. Um, but I thought it was good. Yeah. But, I mean, that's the thing. With empty arena wrestling, you never know what you're going to get. But I really enjoyed that. Um, as far as AEW, we have uh, a couple of matches next week. A couple of tournament matches, I believe, next week. And what about the rankings? Oh, and I forgot to mention, I I completely I whiffed on this, guys. But uh, the rankings came out also for AEW. And... Um, Tag team rankings. So we'll start with the tag teams. Uh, number five is the Best Friends. Number four is the Lucha Bros. Number three is SCU. Number two is the Young Bucks. And the number one team right now, the number one contenders for Omega and Hangman Page's titles are the Dark Order. Uh, women's division. Number five is Riho. Number four is Dr. Britt Baker. Uh, number three is Yuka Sakazaki. Number two is Chris Statlander. And with her win over Dr. Britt Baker, the number one contender is Hikura Shida for the AEW Women's Championship. Uh, and then as far as the AEW title, the men's rankings, number five is Darby Allen. Number four is Kenny Omega. Number three is Cody Rhodes. Number two is Chris Jericho who is not used to being in the two spot. Uh And number one, I forgot to mention this too, folks, and I'm sorry about that. The empty arena match next week for the AEW championship, the number one contender, Jake Hager, goes one-on-one with Jon Moxley for the AEW championship in an empty arena no disqualification match on Dynamite next week. So that's going to do it for us this week. And uh, for Jeff Simmons and Katie Reed, we'll catch you on the flip side.